Welcome to the Red X Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome everybody to the Red X Podcast. Super excited about our guest today. Um, I've got Michelle Berman-Michael of Berman Media with us today, and I'm really excited about the things that we're going to talk about. For any of you watching, thank you for being here. If you have questions, chat in on whatever platform you're on, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram Live or wherever it is that you get this in the hundred places that it's syndicated. Go ahead and post. We've got our team that can try to answer those questions live. Otherwise, they'll get back to you uh, when they can with, with whatever answers. They'll also post in things. If, if Michelle and I get talking about some cool things, and they'll post links to whatever we're talking about. So there's going to be a lot of resources in the comments as well. But um, Michelle, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Curtis. I'm excited. Yeah. Honored to be a guest. Thank you. Uh, I met Michelle at SocialCon, and so we'll just start with the story of how we met, which is um, we we were both uh, presenters and sponsors of SocialCon and social media, and Michelle just straight up made fun of me that I was at SocialCon and did not have an Instagram account, and uh, and so uh, that's that's uh, why I signed up for an Instagram account. So that's that's why my my handle is now in in the title. <laughs> And that's all because of you and, and you'll go there and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're getting a slow start. So Michelle, why don't you, for the guests, go ahead and just give the intro, tell them who you are. And, and, you know, hopefully that will give them insight to why I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about. Yeah. I am so pumped to be here and um, I have so much love for you, Curtis. So I, the more I make fun of you, that that's a good thing. Um, but the the reality for those of you guys who are not familiar with me um, again my name is Michelle Berman Michael and thank you Curtis for saying that right most people don't um, and I actually own a company called Berman Media PD and I am the CEO and founder of a course called Beyond the Method um, that is designed to teach real estate agents and mortgage professionals how to tap in to the power of sales psychology and human psychology to a point where they merge. Um, to give them the opportunity to lead gen and prospect on Instagram on a very scalable level. Um, the idea is to bring business to them, not the other way around. Um, on the personal side, I am a wife. I have an incredible husband of almost five years. He is a retired special forces. So I have a very strong love for the military world um, and the community of military wives and spouses. Um, we just moved to Fort Campbell, um, which is in Clarksville, Tennessee. So we are in another really awesome military town, a much bigger one now. But um, the military life and the military community is a huge part of who I am and, and just a really a passion project of mine. Um, and my husband and I have an almost two-year-old. Um, his name is Knox. He is named after Fort Knox. Yes, that is that is true. Um, and we are obsessed. He's perfect in every way. And um, we'll be growing our family here soon. That is so awesome. Well, um, thank you for that, Michelle. I want to I want to jump right in and because you said it in there and you said prospecting through the social media platform. Mm -hmm. And and I think I, I told you before we even got on, I I you know, I said what what I really want the viewers of the podcast today to understand 
is that prospecting isn't cold calling. Prospecting is so much more than that. So jump in and, and what do you even mean by prospecting through the social media platform? Yeah. And thank you for, for recognizing that. And I think that it's a breath of fresh air to know that our brains are so aligned in this because I think that there's so little talk about why this form of prospecting is so valuable in the industry. Um, and for those of you guys who, you know, don't know what prospecting means, I mean, if you Google it, it'll come right up, but really it's the ability to create connection with a potential lead, right. Or a potential person that you could be doing business with. Um, and, and what prospecting to me means is creating influence, right? Creating a, a conversation that ripples through to another person and from that person to another person. And it gets to this place where the prospecting that you do is designed to create what we call the domino effect. So um, when I say prospecting through social, what that really means is being able to leverage connection um, in the form of hey, me too, or you look at someone's profile and there's something that you're aligned with or something that moves your needle where you feel like you can start a conversation, which then leads to initiating that, right? And then the idea is that you work through the standard touch points of any lead, right? So most real estate transactions, um, the leads take anywhere from seven to, seven, seven to 10 touch points to convert. Those seven to 10 touch points, when I spoke um, to my personal audience of almost 12,000 people. And um, I did a poll. The people said that the seven to 10 touch points can take anywhere from six months to a year to work through on average for a lead. So when someone enters their ecosystem, whether that's through a Facebook ad or referral, whatever it might be, um, it takes a long time to convert them. Now there are of course going to be outliers because there are going to be people that are just get reach out to you and they're just instantly ready to go. Um, but what the power of prospecting through social media really allows us to do is it allows us to expedite those seven to 10 touch points. So we can do those in a significantly shorter time. Um, and then if you do it correctly and you really are connection focused in your conversations, what's going to happen is you're going to convert significantly higher, right? So the people that actually end up on the phone with you are people that are ready to be on the phone with you. They're qualified. You've worked through the questions related to um, how to make sure that they're even in a position to be able to buy um, or sell for that matter. Um, and when you do get someone on the phone, you're rooting, you're rooting that conversation in a converse or in a connection that you've had, right? So that those first two, three minutes of that call have nothing to do with real estate. They have everything to do with just talking to a friend, right? And that's what it should feel like. Um, and then because of that, you're going to convert at a significantly higher level. So you're, you're not wasting your time on hundred cold calls a week. Um, you're spending 20 calls on, or you're only taking 20 calls in the week and all 20 of them are super highly qualified. Um, and that's really what prospecting through social media, if done correctly can do for your business. So I, there was a lot to unpack there. Let me, let me pull out a couple. Um, one is, uh, you know, connection. I think social media has become mostly an avoidance tech, you know, creative avoidance of doing um, actual money-making activities in your business. So scrolling through Facebook or, or scrolling through reels on Instagram it is, is not a business activity, but people spend time on social media and then feel like they're productive. And, and so one, I, I just, how do people 
how do people go from the habit of social media to the intentionality that you're talking about with social media would be my first question. Amazing question and never been asked before, but especially not that way. Um, love that. Um, but how do you go from scrolling, thinking you're being productive to actually being productive with it and, and actually generating business? And the answer is you have to have a plan, right? And, and what that means is uh, for those of you guys who are in my ecosystem, you, you'll you know what the 4520 rule is. If if you've never heard of this, I'll, I'll share it with you. Um, but what the 4520 rule is, is 45 comments and 20 story replies every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Those five days of the week are based off of specific categories of ideal clientele for you, right? And saying your ideal client is a first time home buyer is not an answer. Um, there's an entire homework assignment that really goes into what is that? Who is that? Um, and I use myself as an example and say, if I were a real estate agent and decided tomorrow I was going to go start selling as much real estate as possible, um, who would be my ideal client? And I have that avatar very, very perfectly crystal clear in my mind. It would be a military family that has experienced PCSing or is PCSing um, and they're fit, right? Meaning they like to do CrossFit. They like to work out They're, You know, my husband is running an ultra marathon. Um, so fitness is a huge part of our life. It's how we met. Um, I've been an athlete since I was four years old. And so for me, if I'm choosing who my ideal client is, it's someone that I know I want to work with every single day. And how do you create that tribe or how do you create that community by having conversations with other people that are like you, right? Um, and being okay to say, no, I'm not for everyone. And that's great. And I'm perfectly okay with that. And so when you're building out your, your tracker for this 4520, you're choosing who your ideal clients are and who those that avatar of what those people look like. Um, and then you're breaking it out across five separate days and you're executing those 45 comments and 20 story replies each of the five days. So the math breaks out to 225 new conversations started on a weekly basis. Um, and when that whittles down to how many people you actually can go for the appointment set or go for the meeting, or as we say, go for the ask with, um, you have the opportunity based off our metrics and our funnel um, to create seven new strong relationships per week, if done correctly. So I'll leave that at, leave it at that and say, what would that do for your business? It's, it's wild. Uh, yeah. And, and okay. So, so we have a plan now I'm going to make 45 comments and 20 replies, story replies, yep. story replies, um, every day which is the engagement you're talking about. I'm going to, so I, I just want to talk, my, my entire background is sales and marketing. So mm -hmm. speaking about an ideal client is, is really easy for me, but, but as we've learned, it's not easy for most people because they go, well, really in your marketplace, how many ideal clients are there, right? That's their question. So they think they need to cast this wider net Mm -hmm. And, and, but we know, Michelle, that the, the more clear you get, it's not that you're not going to do business with anybody else. There's going to be this, you know, you have all the topics that make up your, your ideal client, you know, CrossFit or fitness plus military plus family plus, you know, whatever first time home buyer. Well, of course you're going to do deals with a lot of people. I, what we, so tell me if this is true and, and why you get so narrow, because this is, this is true for us, even in our marketing and how we, how we talk about it is you, you get really narrow because then it gets really crystal clear what you're talking about on social media 
more than anything. Because if it's about attraction, then yeah, you're going to, people are so caught up. What do I talk about? And they jump on and they do real estate stats or they talk about their market updates and, and those are valuable, but who are you speaking to? So if you're making those 40, so correct me, is the 45 comments using your example is going to be about fitness, about military, about real estate, about first time home buyers. Those are who you're looking for online to then go and make comments to. Yeah. So there's a whole structure around that. So the way that we break it down is you're executing the 4520 across three categories. So it's hashtags, accounts, and geotags. And it's broken out based off of what your category might be. So I'll use the military space as, as an example, and we'll use military fitness. We'll, we'll, that's what we'll call it. military town fitness. How about that? Okay. Um, I, for me personally, I'm a CrossFitter. I was an Olympic weightlifter for a long time prior to that. Um, and swam competitively for 22 years. So, um, for me, if I were in a military town focused on selling real estate to families that were into fitness, um, on that day, maybe I assign that to Monday. Um, what I'm going to do is break it down. We're on, um, the account side, I'm going to go find the accounts of the actual CrossFit gyms locally. Right. And they're even here where I live in Clarksville, Tennessee, Um, there's a good dozen of them, right? So I would add all 12 of those to my accounts list. Um, Then I would look up hashtags, hashtag CrossFit or Clarksville CrossFit or uh, CrossFit in Clarksville, like whatever those hashtags might be or any combination thereof. You could do functional fitness because a lot of CrossFit stuff comes up under that um, because people don't use the CrossFit name. You could do HIIT training, right? There's lots of different types of gyms like that that have nothing to do with CrossFit, but they're more focused on the HIIT community or the hit world. And, and it has its own community. Um, high fitness is another big one. Um, I have a lot of friends that do high fitness and are really into it. So I would look up a bunch of hashtags related to those three things, add those hashtags to that section of that day. Um, and then on the geotags part, I would actually go find the location tag of some of those places. So maybe it's the CrossFit gym that I go to. Maybe it's those other 11 gyms. And instead of going to their accounts, I'm going to go to the geotag, meaning the location tag itself. And why would I do that? Because the people who or the content there is from the people who have tagged themselves there, right? So you're getting outside of like just the people following the account, but the individual actual people who have tagged themselves there um, and actually maybe they've just been visiting. So maybe they dropped in. Um, maybe they're active members, maybe they're friends of mem- like whatever it might be. But the, I- the idea is that by having a conversation or by leaving a comment on somebody's post that they tag themselves at this gym, um, I'm becoming really relevant to them. Relevancy is a big word right now in, in our marketplace. Um, so all of a sudden I'm relevant, right? I'm this other person that happens to go to the same gym or has gone to that gym before. Um, and so we can have this conversation around CrossFit or, Hey, how was the lot? Or, Oh my God, that was a killer one. Right. Um, and then it gives us the opportunity to be able to turn it into business. Um, but the key is, is that in that time they're talking to you and you're talking with them, they're probably creeping on your profile, right? So they've clicked on it. They've looked at your content, they've consumed it. Um, and they know who you are and what you do. If it's listed properly, I should asterisk that. I, I was, um, that was what I was just writing down yeah, to go back to um, their profile, but we'll go back to that. Yeah. If it's listed correctly, they're going to know who you are and what you do. Um, and they're going to see the personal side of you, which is where the relevancy factor comes in. And, and I was just on another podcast actually, and we talked about relevance so much right now in our marketplace, because it's so important 
moving into what we are definitely expecting to be a huge year um, as we enter 2024 for the real estate in the mortgage space. Um, but by the time that conversation turns to business, they already know what you do if yeah. your, your platform set up correctly, of course. Um, which then means that when you go for the ask, it doesn't feel as salesy. It's not going to come across as slimy. And most likely if you ask correctly, which is the sales psychology aspect of, of what you and I do, um, is how you create the message, right? How you send that initial, hey, I'd love to meet with you and what that sounds like and, and the words you're using, the phrases you're using, the connection is huge, right? If you if CrossFit is the place that you can talk about it, um, then you make a comment and you say that. You say, um, I would love to, after class next Wednesday, if you want to go grab coffee so we can talk about like what you and your husband might be looking for, since I know you're renting right now and and probably looking to buy soon, I would love to to buy you a cup of coffee at, Hey, let's go to Lassiter's. Cause it's right across the street from the gym. Right. So you're leveraging the connection in your ask, which makes the, the yes so much easier from them. Um, and to get back to the original point, if you're doing this all five days of the week and you're really focused on specific individual categories, um, of who the ideal client is for you, your conversations are going to be so much easier you're going to be more like, or you're a lot more inclined to continue them, right? Because you're invested in, in the relationship at that point. Um, and it's a passion of yours. So anybody, like everybody loves to talk about themselves. We all know that. But if you get them talking also about something that they love, they'll talk forever. Right. And, and so you want to live in that space. Well, and and, and I, I love the idea of, of well, you know, we, I mean, we're even doing this, lots of projects where we're training on social media. I, I love the idea of, starting so targeted, people think that they're limiting themselves, but you also have to trust that the algorithms you're playing to the algorithm that the Instagram's whole job is to get the attention of more people that want to pay attention to the things that you're talking about. And so if you narrow it down, it, think of it more like ripples in a water and you, and, and, and you're focused just on, on, on the people that you really relate to. Well, when they start interacting with you, Instagram says, well, friends of those people, it's probably relevant to them also. And so, so now you're, you're not just getting the people who, who match the ideal client. You're getting all of the people that, that match it 60%. And then when they start interacting with you, get the people that match the profile, you know, even less. And, and, and then that gives you leverage in your business because when you have a lot of people, you get to pick and choose who you really want to work with. Uh, yep. and, and that's what freedom looks like in real estate is when you get to say no to clients and not have to take on, you know, everybody and answer the phone at one in the morning because you got one of those clients. So let's go back to profile because again, th that's that's the number one question that I think we're seeing is like, well, well, I'm talking on there about CrossFit. How do I transition to the ask? How do I transition to them? And I think it starts with the profile. So let's touch on profile and what do people need to have in their profile? But two, then in conversation, how do how do I get there? Yeah. Um, again, good questions. And I actually haven't gone back to the, the basics of, of the bio in a long time. Um, most people who know me know that I get, I tend to get very bored of the one-on-one conversations very quickly, <laughs> um, just cause my brain goes elsewhere. Right. But, um, when you talk about the bio, this is the most fundamental aspect of your platform. It's, it's the gatekeeper to everything, right? So, 
Um, I, I remember very, very vividly many, many years ago when I started coaching on this, there was a woman who I was teaching an in-person class, which most of my classes nowadays are via Zoom, as we all know, um, that's life now. But um, I was teaching an in-person class and this woman stood up in the back of the room and she had her phone out and she's like, Michelle, my bio, it says that I love God, that I love my husband. And I am really obsessed with only black coffee. Like I don't drink lattes. And I was like, cool why would I work with you if that's all that it says? And she goes, well, cause wouldn't you like me by knowing all of those things? And I was like, well, yeah, I do like you because of those things, but that's not why I'm going to hire you. Right. I have to know why I'm hiring you. And then I have to like you at the same time. Right. So our bio is designed to say, who are we, who do we help and how can we actually get them to where we're trying to get them to. Right. So like, what are we promising or what is our promise? So what this looks like is what I call an I help statement. Who do you help? How do you help them? And what's the end result that you're offering someone? Or what what is it that you're guaranteeing someone? Um, and then your content on your feed or what you post about is designed to build credibility and create the like, no trust factor that everybody likes to talk about, right? So if I'm posting about my husband and my son and my CrossFit world and and the competition I'm getting ready to do or my postpartum depression journey, right? And all these things that are relevant to me, right? But I'm intermingling that with, here's what I do for a living. Here's this podcast that I was on or um, here's this client that we helped get 13 wins in a week and or whatever it might be. I'm sprinkling the business in while also allowing people to feel very connected to who I am. And so it's sort of pulling the curtain back to like what makes Michelle Michelle, um, and why would I hire Michelle? Well, I really like her and clearly she's really good at what she does. Um, and even if she's a brand new real estate agent, I can't tell, right? Because I just really like her. And so, yeah, I'm going to send her a message. And then that bio, right? The, the statement is going to be what makes people realize like, hey, this is actually what Michelle's wanting to do with her life right? Because if it says that I'm the the military fitness or the fit military wife who specializes in helping PCSing families buy and sell real estate, it's going to make it really obvious like who I am and, and why people should work with me. Right. I, I think we, I, look, for the listeners, your, your, your reputation or your brand is, is based on people's ability to observe you over and over and over again so that they can form an opinion or belief about you. And so I, you know, yeah, I, I love what we're talking about because if you have stuff in your bio that makes them like you, that that's, that's part of it. Um, and then the personal stuff, they get to know you on a personal level, but if they want to trust you, like I, I have a lot of friends I trust with my life. I wouldn't trust them to work on my car. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and so, so you, you have to look at where do you want to build trust? And then you, you have to give people the opportunity to observe you in that type of environment so that they can form an opinion or belief about you. So if you only talk about real estate, they might trust that you could do real estate, but they might not know you and like you. And if you only talk about CrossFit, they might know you and like you, but um, they, they wouldn't trust you to handle their real estate transaction. So I, I, I really, I really say your question one more time. And, and then, because I think it plays directly into the, the no like, and trust. What is the yeah, question? So it's an, I, it's an, I help statement is what it is. And it's who you help, how you help them. And what's the end result that you're offering or generating, or, or in, in this sense, guaranteeing someone. Now I want to go back to something you said, because I just had a light bulb moment, um, 
that would make this really relevant for people, right? So if, if you're saying, well, Michelle, you're the, the military family CrossFit fit girl that wants to serve other military families that are into fitness. Well, what the hell do you talk about in your content? Right. And, and that's becomes really, really easy when you're that identified or you're that clear. And you said this perfectly when you're really crystal clear on who it is that you're serving, the content becomes very easy and here's how, right? So if that's my ideal clientele, what are some of their questions, right? When it comes to buying or selling real estate, like for me, if I'm using myself as an example, right? When my husband and I bought the house that we currently live in here in Clarksville, one of our non-negotiables was that it had to be within 30 minutes of base, right? Because my husband works on base. Um, two was that it had to be within five to 10 minutes of a CrossFit gym, right? Because I had spent the vast majority of my postpartum journey working out at home and really, really desperately miss the community of the CrossFit space. I'm a, I'm a very outgoing person. Um, and the social aspect of that was missing the community part of it. So I knew that I wanted to be very close to a CrossFit gym. Um, so we had to do some research on which CrossFit gym I even wanted to go to. Right. So my husband actually made me make a list of all the CrossFit gyms and which ones made me feel good um, from looking at their social presence. Um, he even told me, he was like, make sure you send them a message. Cause if they don't respond, then obviously they're not that active. Like, so like, you know, he's, he's using all of my own preachness, if you will, on my, on me. Um, it, but those things create opportunities for content, right? How can I, as a realtor in Clarksville, Tennessee, and I, I just want to clarify, I am not actively selling real estate. I do have my license, but I just do referrals, right? Like I don't personally do any transactions. I just refer them. Um, but I got a, I got a company to run, but, um, that's a big form of content for me, right? Like I could do an entire community feature where I just go and I feature the top five CrossFit gyms in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, and the, maybe the communities that are nearby, right? Like the subdivisions that are nearby uh, and being able to create an entire kind of series of follow me along. If you're a CrossFitter of like what the best housing developments might be nearby. And like, here's the pros of this one. Here's my pro of this one. Right. And it becomes really, really fun keyword fun for me to make content. Cause not only do I get to know the community and the community gets to know me as their realtor, but they also get to know the houses or the areas around these CrossFit gyms. And it positions me as the expert of someone that could really, one really knows the area and two could really, really help them with their goals of actually finding something that's going to work for them in conjunction with all this other stuff. So, and for the, the funness aspect, because I'm having fun creating the content, what's going to happen, Curtis, you, you keep creating it. Amen. Right. And, and I think there's a level of authenticity that, that is missing from a lot of social media is, is yeah, you, you have to be authentic. And if it's not something you're passionate, which again goes to, this is your ideal client. You have a magic wand, wave that wand. Who is the exact person that you want to work with? Because it's, it's going to be somebody you relate to that, you know, like, and trust. And, and, and then, then it becomes authentic and you're not forcing that content to be created. And, and then just to, just to curb any, any comments or questions or concerns that people have in their head about, you are not limiting your ability to do real estate in your entire marketplace by by going deep on on three categories of who you are and the ideal client. It's again, it's that ripple effect, and I really want people to get that is that you will expedite your brand and reputation because 
because the stronger you have a small group of followers, then all of their followers see that and all of their followers' followers see that uh, because you're engaging and talking. So the higher the engagement. Exactly. And so, so you just got to put it out of your head that by narrowing your target audience that you're, you're limiting your ability to influence your entire marketplace. Um, That that's uh, yeah, that's amazing. So, so I'm going to talk about these things. When do you go for the ask? Are you waiting? Yeah. So going, going for the ask is a, is a very unique part of this process, right? And a lot of people struggle with that, which is actually really interesting to me because if you think about it, if you're a real estate agent, in this case, um, I, I obviously I work with a lot of people in the mortgage space too. So I always usually say if you're a real estate agent or a mortgage professional, um, but the reality is, is you guys are in sales. On social media or when you're sending a Facebook message or sending an Instagram message, it is the exact same thing, right? Meaning and I did this with somebody the other day. I was like, okay, so what does a cold call look like for you? What do you do in the beginning? Like, what are the first five minutes of that call? He goes, well, I go straight into my script. And I'm like, well, why do you need a script? He's like, well, because then I don't know what to say. And I was like, perfect. That's why you need social media. Because if you had the person that you're about to get on the phone with, and if like, let's say you were about to call me, right? If you're a good salesperson, what would you do? You would get on my Instagram profile. You would consume my content. You would find something that would be easy for you to talk about with me. And the first three to five minutes of our call, maybe two minutes. It doesn't even have to be three to five minutes. It could be freaking 60 seconds, right? If you ask me about me and, or you bring up a a connection point that makes me feel like, you know, me even just a little, I'm way more likely to go into, okay, what is it that you need to ask? I'm not going to hang up on you. I'm actually going to give you five seconds of my time to let you go into your pitch, right? So that's the power of Instagram is it gives you those bullet points of like, who is this person that you're about to pick up the phone and call? Um, The benefit now is that we get to do it on a scalable level through Messenger, right? Meaning how long would it take you to call 100 people versus how long would it take you to send 100 messages? You and I both know we can send 100 messages 10 times faster, right? Um, and we're obviously by doing that, we can do significantly more over the course of a month or two months or a year, right? If if you add it up. So if you leverage connection first, you respond to a story that they posted, maybe they're talking about a CrossFit workout that they did. Um, maybe they're talking about the fact that they, you know, went to the zoo nearby base and it was so nice that the base they were at finally had things for their kids to do, right? You have to acknowledge what they posted. So that initial conversation or that initial touch point acknowledgement is key, right? Acknowledge what they posted, make sure that they recognize that you read it, you saw it. And then in the middle, this is the key, Curtis, and this is huge, right? The middle, so like this initial message you send is probably two to three sentences, right? Um, The first part of that two to three sentences is acknowledgement. The middle of that is subliminal marketing, right? This reminds me so much of when I had a client who, this reminds me so much when of XYZ, or this brings up so many memories of da, 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 or yeah, actually I just had a client who, right. AKA insert real estate somehow. Right. So you have this subliminal marketing in the middle of that two to three sentences. And then the third part is the, is the question, right? So always starting or sorry, always ending that initial touch point in the form of a question. 
what, how, why, um, and then asking a question to some capacity, right? The data for us has been insane because the level of responses that we get are wildly better, right? Not only are they more quality, but they're longer, right? The person's way more likely to go into their own story or to give you more detail. Um, and then you have to have small talk. You have to be willing to go back and forth four, five, six times before you ask about business, right? And as you're doing that, what's happening is you're intuitively collecting data about this person, right? Mental data, not, not actual factual right, right. data, but mental inventory of this person. If they're making certain comments about, um, you know, the CrossFit gym being close by the school, or they're making conversations at, like points about all these other different things, when it comes to going for the ask, you can leverage that, Right. So you can come at it from a, a very genuine, very warm place. Obviously that's key. Um, but your ask is going to sound something like this, for example, right? It might be, um, Hey, Michelle, I know you and I've been going back and forth a bunch about, um, CrossFit and just working out and like our love of our kids and how it's so nice that when we drop our kids off at nursery school, we get to go get a workout in privately. Uh, I would actually love to take you out for coffee next week. If you're willing to talk about what that might look like for you when it comes to where you're currently living. That's your ask, right? They may respond and say, I'm not interested in buying or selling or, or they might say, yeah, actually, you know what? It's, I'm great. Or I'm excited that you asked because we're actually currently renting. Right. Um, and it becomes really easy. Now, here's the thing I will tell you is this is a sales funnel. You are going to have plenty of people say no to you. Um, welcome to the world of sales. But the reality is that those who say yes, which is a large portion of them, I can show you the data, right? This week, we're only on Tuesday of this week, but last week alone, we had 52 wins for our VIP clients. That means 52 different set appointments across the board for our VIP clients in a single week, right? That is a humongous metric. Um, and so, but how many well, asks did you have to go of to build get the 52? You know? Yeah, and the hurdle of building rapport and the hurdle of 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 all of that that you have is you've already you're already past all of that. Yeah. So now you can focus on on really the, the the real objective of of trying to help them in in their real estate transaction. I I love that. I and I do got so much mental inventory from them, right? Yes, by by I, being genuine in the four to five, you know, six yeah. conversations back and forth. It's, it's, it's interesting, you know, in the marketing world, we went from advertising to more marketing to inbound marketing. And, and we're seeing the same shift in, in, in kind of sales, right? I mean, it, it's, this is, this is, you're building the rapport and you're waiting for them to come to you um, or you're creating opportunities uh, that, that result from the connection. And I, and I love that. I, I just, we're, we're about out of time, but I do want to at least tell all the, the, listeners, why you and I have come together and why we're working on so many different projects together, which is <clears throat> that when you have your ideal client, and again, I'm going to use Michelle's, you know, a, a military CrossFit, you know, that narrow. What, what Red X does is a layer above that. We can identify every person in your marketplace close to a transaction right? The expireds, the for sale by owners, maybe somebody's in foreclosure, maybe all of these people. And when you can take that layer of data and upload it into Meta, into Facebook and Instagram, and target some of your organic content to those, you're already speaking to your ideal client. 
But when, when you have an ideal client that you're speaking to and it resonates with, or maybe you've already created engagement with, and they also happen to be somebody who's needs to buy and sell in the next 30, 60 days, um, then, then there's some real power in that and some magic that can happen when you combine those mm-hmm. things. So sorry for the shameless, like, this is why you no, need I, to start with data close to the transaction and, and incorporate these and things I together. Are, you and I are very, very aligned in this and um, the mer- the meaning of the worlds of your world and my world, I, I don't believe was by accident in any way. And I think that that's knowing the, the amount of people that we can help is it's fire for the, yeah. or it's fuel for the fire. That's awesome. Well, Michelle, people um, are definitely going to want to find you. Um, I know you have your your handle and your title there. How else can they find you, reach out to you? Where do you want them to go? Yeah, honestly, Instagram is the easiest. It's the fastest. It's me always. So I'm always the one to respond and reach back out. Um, if you mentioned that you heard Curtis and I on the podcast, I, I love getting to say that to Curtis because that's happened several times over the last few weeks. And um, it's fun for me to, to know that that's where people are finding me and, and getting value. So I always love like knowing what that connection was that led them to reach out. Um, but send me a DM, ask me anything. I'm, I'm pretty much an open book when it comes to how this works in, in your market, um, or sorry, in your marketing. And, um, I aim to please, right. Serving and, is my calling. And, and if they're already to the point where they're like, I need to go, I'm going to jump in. I heard, yeah. you know, you mentioned VIP clients, but we didn't even get into that. Where yeah. can they go get information on that? Do you want them to DM you information about that as well? Yeah. So BurmaMediaPD.com is our website. Um, Curtis, I'm sure you can put that in the show notes yep. probably. But yep. um, when you get on the website, you can actually go directly to booking a call with me. Um, it will most likely send you to Sadie, who runs our sales department. So sh- you would end up on her calendar first. Um, and she would talk to you about our different options. So we do have a VIP program where we do everything for you. And then we have the course that I created many years ago called Beyond the Method. Um, that is over 90 videos, 27 plus homework assignments, uh, kind of my thesis, if you will. It's a running joke in my world of um, I actually quit my grad school program right before I did my 40 hour thesis because I didn't think I needed to pay another $30,000 to do it. Um, so I have my master's degree minus my 40 hour thesis, if that's what you want to call it. So, um, beyond the method is my thesis, um, in real life. It's my, it's truly my life's project or, um, the culmination of everything I've learned over the last, you know, 15 years in the marketing world. Um, that's led me to where we are today. It's awesome. Michelle, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, for joining us on the podcast again, you can download it anywhere that you download your podcast. We kind of syndicate everywhere. Um, reach out to Michelle or I, either one of us, um, in true spirit of taking Michelle's advice. I put you feel free to DM me, and and uh, and I'm working hard to to be as good as Michelle about responding to those. So thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys.